2: What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all of the week's strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean Sean, how is it going?
1: Good, Connor. How are you? Fuck, I panicked. I really did there. I, okay. <laughs> Behind the curtain here, hmm. uh, I was saying to Connor before the show, I've been alternating between pirates and cowboys all day.
2: See now, people are just take start taking that is our conversation just in general that we just I just start talking to you. you go well, you know, I've been alternating between cowboy and pirate. <laughs> just no, but like
1: just in terms of like saying weird shit like yeehaw haw" and things like that. Yeah, and so so I was trying. I was the whole way through your intro. I was trying to think of a mixture of like "r" and "yee haw," and I just panicked. Yeah? see, yee It's it's obvious now that I think of it. Yeah now do you
2: now do you say it and the two words you know just opposite put them the separate eyes or put them separate sides put them the opposite sides of when you put them in this in the first sentence. I yeah because
1: I was Working with Ar-ha for the Longest yeah, time
2: <laughs> It's tough Drafts are tough You know what I mean I, I will <laughs> say that When we were Talking about this I texted you I was like Oh are you free At this time to record And you responded with yee partner And partner Didn't have a T It had a D It had a N. D Because
1: that's how Cowboys speak
2: It's true And I didn't even Respond <laughs> <laughs> No you didn't
1: It was the worst Moment of my life I was checking it All day And I just like And I saw It was two blue ticks On WhatsApp I know <laughs> that's been seen.
2: Yeah I, I left you on scene I said no I just kind of did an eye roll like fucking hell right. like <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. So Sean this is Weird News Wednesdays what do we do here?
1: You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world and you're about to read them all to me a man who is the most level-headed and analytical person that you know and yep. we're gonna just break down what makes people people and why they're so weird.
2: It's kind of like a psychological study of just the human race.
1: Yeah, we just do a little, like, t- tiny little profiles on all of the participants without their knowledge.
2: Well, it's funny that you mention psychology or something, anything to do with your brain, because our first weird news story this week involves possibly our favourite sort of people, a, a group of people that we collectively call fraudsters or otherwise <laughs> psychics.
1: Ah, thieves! <laughs>
2: So, I uh, know. I'd say there's a few good ones. There has to be a few good ones.
1: <laughs> there has to be. There has to be. There's a few um, good ones in everything.
2: Um, psychics in Portland are helping Mainers find their lost weed. Da- aw, da- yes! Now, is there a finder's fee involved? <laughs> now, we know how it is. Like, sometimes they get psychics in... And they can tell you all about your life. They, On very extreme cases, there's been some situations where somebody goes missing, and people are like, we'll get the psychic in, and they'll be able to tell us where they are. I would assume that the success rate of that is quite a lot lower than looking for them. But... Um, well, there's an
1: overlap between psychics and killers, so maybe.
2: <laughs> there's a Venn diagram there. But I don't know why
1: I've come down so hard on this stance, by the way.
2: I was just taking the piss, but you have gone straight at their murders.
1: <laughs> They're not. Some of them are good.
2: Yeah, and some of them... So, if another one murders a psychic, will they see it coming? These are the questions, but... That's the thing. Can you murder a psychic? <laughs> will they be prepared? But... Um, if you lose your weed, shot, I'm like, mm. oh, fuck, I better lose it. And you can't go to the police. So there's one no, you person... you can't
1: report it lost.
2: You couldn't report it. So what you do is you go to the psychics and... And so, <laughs> while Maine is on track to be one of the most 420 friendly states in the country, there are still hoops to jump through for recreational sales. According to the Portland Press Herald, the state is hoping to begin recreational sales by the end of the year after the pandemic delayed rollout plans, as it did to most takes. More um, like roll
1: up plans. Hey, oh! Hey-o, got plays it. <laughs>
2: 420 plays, let's haze! Um, you can tell we're not cool.
1: No, we are the least cool and least qualified people to talk about this.
2: Um, so what does one do in the meantime if they don't have a medical marijuana card there? Well, you may not be able to buy it, but you can apparently find it with some psychic assistance on... Some I would assume a lot, um,
1: uh, mostly so psychic assistance. <laughs> I would if
2: say there is a company. There is a company online, based in Portland, that are called Incredibles dot me, and it appears legit. Um, their FAQ page reiterates the law against delivering or of gifting cannabis, but notes that sometimes people lose things. Holy like their, fuck! Like their weed. So what does one do? Well, you call or you visit Incredibles.me online and take advantage of their psychic service to find the weed that you're looking this for. Is,
1: this is one of my favourite things, which is a ridiculous <laughs> loophole. <laughs> you we can't sell is. it. Yeah, you, can, you can't distribute it.
2: Yeah. But, if but if a if I psychic find it, were
1: to find it...
2: <laughs> if a psychic used their powers to speak to the dead... Wait, no. To speak to the weed, then... Then it would actually technically be legal, would it not, Officer? And he's like walking away in handcuffs. (laughs) Would it not be legal? Wouldn't am
1: am I breaking any laws by being a psychic?
2: I don't think so. I really you can't arrest me for who I am. That's just so you can't arrest
1: me for my gifts. (laughs) uh, The so is the business model here that you pay them to find you some weed. Yes, and they say. Oh, there's some five feet from your house.
2: (laughs) It's like in Pokemon when you have the item detector. It just does a quick radius scan and goes, there's nothing near you.
1: Little exclamation mark pops up there.
2: (laughs) Um, The process is simple. If you're over the age of 21 with an ID, you visit the website and you pick the product you lost along with your address <laughs> and the psychic will consult with the weed spirits and find and deliver your lost weed to you for, f- for a fee I was going to say for I, free uh, but no it's for a fee I
1: imagine the weed spirits are very welcoming and friendly
2: <laughs> they're very chill I'd say
1: that is so you have to imagine if that was how reporting actual lost property went it's like oh I lost my laptop well pick out the model on the website
2: you tell us what you're looking for and we'll tell you if we have it (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like red from Shawshank redemption
2: <laughs> while these growing pains are happening why not avail yourself of our services they say we are not a delivery service we are not furnishing you weed we are, we are simply returning your property they say and
1: and but um oh, now is possession illegal
2: mm. I think. Uh, for recreational use. It's coming in at the end of the year, or they were planning to roll it out uh, before the pandemic hit for recreational sales. So, I mean, it would be a 420-friendly state.
1: That's true. So, okay. So, and you're not going to have a receipt for it. So there's no no way to prove that you didn't lose it.
2: Technically, you can't prove I smoked it unless you find me smoking it, because if it gets handed to me... I don't know what, what happened to that. There's no actual paper trail. Yeah, I'm, and,
1: and listen, the guy I got it from, he's not going to say anything.
2: No. And he's going to know I mean, your <laughs> <laughs> He's a psychic. <laughs> they also know <clears throat> that if you lost your weed and you're under the age of 21 or live within 1,000 feet of a school, it's pre- probably best that your weed stays lost.
1: <laughs> this is genius. This is someone made this business. Being like, no one, no one's actually going to use it, but it'll be funny. But now,
2: <laughs> but it's such like it's such a loophole. First of all, obviously, right? We are very much overlooking the fact that they're using psychic people to get weed. Now, I'm s- sure a psychic can go to somebody and buy weed, or maybe on a very low chance. You find some weed. But I take the chances of somebody looking at their fucking misty ball and going, There's fuck a weed 100 feet down the road. They're quite low. Like, but, Connor,
1: I don't mean to be a sceptic, (laughs) alright? Okay. But, because, you know, I'm very open-minded with all of this psychic stuff. You
2: said they were murderers, but now you've come back on the far side.
1: Blanket statement, all murderers, (laughs) (laughs) DM, <laughs> um, but I think perhaps these people—they—they don't have the sight, and maybe they just have a supply <laughs> of weed what And they this do is, is now called their way. That's
2: <laughs> That's their sight.
1: <laughs> <It's>, fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you
1: ever think that maybe they're not psychic? They're just mm. regular oh, folk. weed folk, what? and the, This is their new way of distributing under a loophole.
2: Oh, Jesus. I never even thought of that. I just thought this was a lovely way to get people to find things that they'd lost. I never considered it could be used for more devilish means.
1: Not to take the magic out of your world, Connor.
2: Yeah, because I thought these psychics were just going around feeling the air until they got a bit calmer and went, it's over there
1: so no that's the local well sorry my mistake
2: i'll go again <laughs> do you just like do you just bring them to a field just like no search <laughs>
1: like, I, well maybe there's a correlation between psychics and drug dogs who knows Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> they start sniffing on the ground
1: so wow, he works in mysterious ways.
2: See see, I think that gives away the game. I think if a if a psychic starts sniffing at the ground, that's using other senses. I just want the brain sense. Just use specifically f- the the doggan. Well if you've hired a psychic, you surely you're going for the sixth sense. Oh, very good, yes. Thanks. But Thanks very but much. so I just think that if you are going to hire a psychic to find your weed, fair enough. But at the same time, it might not. It's probably as usable or uh, as logical as maybe running outside yourself and just digging up some dirt, hoping to find some weed.
1: Well, if you've happened to, if you happen to grow weed in your garden, that's probably mm. not a bad shout.
2: Do you, do you think there's one psychic that they have right that's just like on call that just grows a whole shitload of weed in their back garden? And they're like, oh, I found some weed. It just walks out to the backyard and just plucks one.
1: <laughs> just carefully prunes them.
2: <laughs> this website exists, Sean. People need these psychics. Psychics need to be brought in on every single mission to find anything. Because they clearly know, why are we not using these people's amazing abilities that works 100% of the time?
1: Specifically in Maine, correct?
2: Specifically in Maine, Yes.
1: They, they, don't, they don't operate outside of state borders, as it goes. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> so, yes, they are using psychics to find you weed in Portland, Maine, or Maine, Portland, if you need that. If, if, you, if, you need, if you've lost the weed. That's the thing. Wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, so, we're moving on to our next story, and this is actually one that's based, it's a very Irish story, because it actually, first two words are Irish pub. Um, oh. Now, this is in Spain, so it's called Murphy's Irish Bar, and it is it is in, I'm not going to even try and pronounce the name of this place, I will butcher it so bad, it is in Spain. And okay. it's, a, it's a classic Irish bar, you get them everywhere around the world. No matter where we go, there's some place that has a massive fucking shamrock and diddly-dee music coming out of it. Um, exactly,
1: and and <coughs> you look, they, they serve a purpose, and it's <laughs> grand that they're there.
2: they do but one Irish pub in particular has taken a very strong stance with everything that's going on with the whole pandemic people can't be in tight spaces and more importantly if you're in a pub you cannot be seen to get involved getting energetic on the dance floor singing dancing because the more you start singing the more the more I'm going to use the word droplets here but the more oh. chance of infection if you have if you're singing at the top of your lungs and what's the song that gets everybody singing in an Irish pub? Well mm. Irish pub in Spain, bands, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline from Venue <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 That's genius. Now, Connor, is this specifically for the line about Hands touching hands.
2: (laughs) No, it specifically called it So Damn Catchy.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Is this like an outright ban?
2: Yes, they have outright banned it.
1: Fuck, Neil Diamond isn't going to be happy.
2: No, He's not. Well, he's fucking sick of that song. There's no way he still likes that song.
1: I th- I th- well, I think it still brings them in millions every year. Yeah, you,
2: know, you like the paychecks, I suppose. But an Irish pub has taken the surprising step of banning Neil Diamond's classic sing-along hit, Sweet Caroline, from the venue ba, during ba, this ba. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so Murphy's Irish Bar in Spain seemingly t- seemingly took the unusual decision as part of a wider effort to help stop the spread of a certain disease across the region. Um, so obviously last month the world health organization announced that there was evidence that um, everyone's favorite disease might be being <laughs> split by tiny particles of moisture capable of hanging in the air in enclosed spaces now we've known this for a while but what's the one thing that gets these things expelled from your body faster that is singing it, it, the, the proof is that singing causes a lot more of them to come out of you than it would normally if you were just standing, talking. That and makes wh- sense. <clears throat> while karaoke is not prohibited, venues are required to take steps to ensure singers are at least three metres from any watching patrons while performing. Huh? Sweet Caroline represents a slightly different problem, though. Because Sweet Caroline is one of everyone's... If you're going to the pub, Sweet Caroline is a classic. Um, oh,
1: absolutely.
2: And so they play it late into the night at any venue in any country, in mostly the UK and Ireland. But at any stage during the night, Sweet Caroline will be played. And they are very much scared that many intoxicated customers who are present... Might go a bit overboard on the singing and have have <laughs> decided that get rid of the song altogether if we just have dance music, nobody can sing along
1: oh okay, so it's all like there's no lyrics anymore it's all no. just tunes
2: <laughs> Now they haven't specifically said any other songs, but sweet, if you start at sweet Caroline, where do you go from there get, like whats what's the next one
1: uh let it go.
2: Oh let's go ABBA You'll have to get rid of ABBA
1: Oh fuck yeah Yeah uh, Bit of Living Whitney. on a prayer
2: Living on a prayer You can't have Whitney Houston sit. Like She cannot be seen at all At any places
1: Oh I will always love you No you won't No you fucking <laughs> Whitney, won't
2: fuck off If we can't have Neil We can't have you
1: Connor We can't <clears throat> sing Don't stop believing anymore
2: <laughs> but what about the Irish National Anthem? Oh, that's alright <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs>
1: well you have to round the night off you know
2: <laughs> um, with lyrics like touching you touching me it's probably the best the song doesn't get an airing in the bold area era of the new normal that we all have now Um <laughs> so the Irish are known for their sense of humor, Sean, a lot across the world. But the one thing we're also known for is wedding songs that every Irish family has had the same seven songs played at every wedding since they were young. Or every yeah. family gathering. And so, what's next? Like, are they gonna are they gonna go to the Pogues? Maybe Billy Joel's Piano Man. What about American Pie? There's so many options here. Oh
1: my god, that's and Connor, we're like we're eventually go, gonna come into Christmas time. Oh imagine fuck. that.
2: Oh Jesus.
1: No oh, more no. fairy tale in New York.
2: Fairy no tale more of wizard.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> 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 fairy tale of fuck off. <laughs>
2: um, oh, if if wizard doesn't get played, you know I'm gonna be in my grumpy mood shot. That it's
1: like that's your, that's how you know Christmas has started. First of
2: all, is, is this the most Irish solution to a problem? That like this is the worst solution.
1: I I mean, look, it sets a precedent. It sets a dangerous precedent yeah. because uh, what you start with Neil Diamond, you yeah, move on it's... to Karma Chameleon. Maybe oh
2: fuck, oh, that's geez.
1: a very spitty song. I find yeah, it is. uh and 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 from there god there, there there's heaps more songs like <laughs> what? connor every
2: wedding song
1: every wedding like weddings are only starting to happen back in ireland mm. so the 500 miles that's always oh, played at fuck. a wedding
2: oh that's a classic
1: connor wagon wheel <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nathan Carter's disgusted. He's Nathan disgusted. Nathan Carter
1: what's he's going through his own recession right now. <laughs>
2: he's at home. He's just like, I can't feed my family for another day. I just need people to buy wagon wheel again. Ireland, I beg you. <laughs> please should... I'm from Liverpool, but please
1: He's there eating wagon wheels like the actual sweet. <laughs> <suite? laughs>
2: He's just had to resort to eating the things the sponsors gave him uh, for a bit of a laugh. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, Well, that's all that's left, you know.
2: <laughs> if I can't have my country concerts with old Irish women, what can I have?
1: Nothing. That's what, Nathan. <laughs> he's looking name. in a mirror while he's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the um now, an interesting ex- well, an interesting case in this whole banning songs uh epidemic is um, MC Hammer. Because, oh, fuck. Yeah. while the song itself is very catchy and very sing-alongable,
2: mm.
1: well, the main message of the song is, can't touch this. Mm. That's true. Which, which in our new normal, very, very respectable message, I think. And also, it might bring back the cargo pads. Oh, there's so many pockets. Imagine <laughs> so how many, many rocks po- I could fit in there. <laughs>
2: Oh, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson's in here. Oh, no. <laughs> Connor hates you. <laughs> I just think that this is... If you want to quote songs that people sing along to, you have to start with Sweet Caroline. And you've got to work your way down. Because otherwise, you can't just do it for Sweet Caroline to keep ABBA. Like, there's no point.
1: That's true. That's true. And we've not had a Eurovision this year, so people are mad for a bit of ABBA.
2: you're mad for it have you seen the eurovision movie no i
1: I keep meaning to set aside two hours to watch it because Mm. it looks fucking amazing
2: it's just so it's will farrell and rachel mcadams and they represent iceland i think um and it's just ridiculous but it's also a lot of fun it's just ridiculous fun
1: That's what I want out of that movie. I want, like, a a Blades of Glory level movie.
2: That's what it is. It's Blades of Glory, but for the Eurovision.
1: Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to watch it as soon as I can.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, We're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is... Drugs Plane, bound for Australia, was so packed with cocaine it was too heavy to take off, police say.
1: Oh, God. The psychics (laughs) didn't feel that one coming. (laughs)
2: There's one psychic who just, his head exploded. (laughs) Fucking hell!
1: It's like that uh, Obi-Wan scene from Star Wars.
2: (laughs) He's like, no, there's too much. I've I've been sensing too much lost cocaine.
1: If it's like a million grams cried out and then we're silenced.
2: (laughs) So a light plane heading for Australia was allegedly laden with so much cocaine it was too heavy to take off, the police say. The plane plane allegedly packed with 80 million dollars Word of Fuck. cocaine was trying to fly from Papua New Guinea to Queensland when it crashed on takeoff last week. It allegedly had five hundred kilograms of drugs on board, about the Jesus. same weight, about the same weight as a very large cow or maybe a horse.
1: But this was a small plane, is the thing.
2: <laughs> yes, it was one of those little planes that are held together by sellotape.
1: It's, and, and it's a rubber band to wind up the elastic. Oh,
2: absolutely. Um, it tried to take off from a remote airstrip near Port Moresby. I would say it had to be fairly remote, because the pressure. If you have $80 million worth of drugs in the plane, you're like, let's not go to, you know, Heathrow. Let's, you know, let's take it back a bit.
1: No, not at all. Like, the... My question is, do you get a drug dealer who can fly a plane, or do you get a pilot who will deal drugs?
2: Pilot who deals drugs? You're, like it's Surely it's way easier to do it that way. I
1: suppose, and then they have the license, so at least you won't get caught <laughs> it's, it's, on
2: that. Surely there's a longer course to learn how to fly than there is to sell drugs. That's a master's
1: degree, at the very least, <laughs> Connor. That's seven years. Seven years and a lot of money. you got to sell drugs <laughs> to make that kind of money.
2: So, the AFP alleges that greed played a significant part in the syndicate's activities. Fuck off, did it? You cannot rule out that the weight of the cocaine had an impact on the plane's ability to even take off. It was so heavy, the plane couldn't get off the land, couldn't get off the ground. It would have just been, like, rolling. They were just like, we're not really picking up any pace.
1: No, they just taxied for half an hour. (laughs)
2: Um, they did arrest five members of the Melbourne-based crime syndicate, uh, and they are facing life in jail. But the main thing that has basically forsaken them is the fact that it must have got to about $50 million worth of cocaine. And they thought, no, we can fit another few bags. No, definitely, yeah, that's not yeah. enough. Like, bring a few more wheelbarrows, boys. <laughs> We still have plenty to go. We're only on 400 kgs. Let's get 500 kgs going in here. Who cares? Fucking bring on a small cow. <laughs> so, they, they must have. There's that moment where they're trying to take off and they're like, do we get rid of Tommy or do we get rid of the drugs? Tommy. Definitely Tommy. Tommy. It's
1: definitely Tommy. Yeah. We don't have $80 million worth of Tommy on board. <laughs>
2: no. Tommy how much do you would you say your life is worth I don't know a million that's 79 million less if we're going to do the that maths
1: that's um, Tommy and then yeah. they don't even answer they just kick
2: <laughs> they just kick Tommy's also 17 stone
1: <laughs> <laughs> poor old Tommy
2: no imagine there's, the three of them are all like competitive eaters and they're all like 40 stone and they're just like fuck one of us has to leave can be if the drugs. They,
1: if they did a load of cocaine, would that lighten the load at all?
2: Um, it would, but I feel like they'd also lose all of their arms and legs to whoever. There has to be somebody above them that is getting but, them to do this. And if he found out, or and he if he found out, maybe oh, we slu- we snorted half of the goods, but it was the only way we could get here. He might be a bit pissed.
1: You're right. You know they don't like. Mm. Yeah, with that when that amount of money is involved,
2: <laughs> they're not normally nice boys.
1: No, they're not it's not super patient. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, Sean, how greedy? What level of greed do you have to be at to get so much drugs into a plane that it can't even take off?
1: I'd like it. It's probably seventy nine point nine nine million dollars worth of greed. I would say. <laughs> yeah.
2: If you get to one million dollars, like that's a fucking lot of cocaine. To be fair, it is, and like it's it's
1: it's it's quite a poetic story, really, because they were they were their own downfall. Mm. You know, like it was hubris that that crashed that plane. It didn't oh. crash, but that's a good
2: tagline. Good use of the word hubris as well. I'm all Excellent. about that. How
1: many points is that in Scrabble, Connor?
2: Um, we were talking about Scrabble before we started recording um, I have told Sean I am playing online Scrabble And I've just gone mad on it And he's rocking it everyone oh, Well, Look I can spell my name sometimes So I don't want to boast my own like, you know what I mean? 3 out of 10 times and There was a few tests Where it got wrong but Two N's No 3 C's But they're not all at the start <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> um. So we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is: Mother 51 faces jail after audacious attempt to single-handedly dig a 35-foot-long tunnel to free her son from prison. Oh, that's
1: love, isn't
2: it? Well, he's a murderer.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, oh! You didn't mention he was psychic, Connor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so A mother who tried to single-handedly dig her way into jail in Ukraine to free her murderer son is now facing being locked up herself. She used... A 51-year-old mother, uh, as I said, the woman rented a house in the town closest to the prison, then dug a 10-foot-deep hole in a nearby Jesus. field, which ran for 35 feet underground towards the jail. She dug only at night so as to not attract attention, arriving at the dig site on a silent electric scooter.
1: This is amazing! This is a reverse (laughs) Shawshank!
2: She's reverse Shawshank in the yeah. That's
1: so good. And she brought a scooter for a quick getaway, but a silent approach.
2: Silent approach, yes. A jail guard said she had a kind of trolley, a piece of plywood with small wheels, so she could remove the soil.
1: So that oh, so no one to know they were digging. <laughs> I think, I think, right for sheer, like audacity and sheer bravery. I think she should you, get away with it. Don't let the son she, out.
2: No, he's murdering people. Leave him in. But for audacity, mm. you're letting this woman out.
1: I think so. I think she's done really well for herself. You know, <laughs> given the circumstances.
2: <laughs> she is fifty-one years old, and she's just like you know what I'm going to start doing digging. Just dig yeah. it, see
1: what happens. Connor, it's Conor, that's a ten foot deep hole that she dug for many, many metres. Yes. Like she's, she's swole as fuck now.
2: They <laughs> arrested her, she's massive.
1: Just, it's all arms though.
2: Oh yeah, no legs. The legs are like, they're, they're so small. But they're barely keeping up the upper body.
1: But look, she's happy. And her son no. is
2: nearly out of prison. Um, the soil was dumped near a disused garage Close to where the dig site was located um, The woman had s- shifted some three tons of earth By the time she was caught and arrested Holy three week- shit Three weeks after starting her project It took her three weeks to, dry- to dig a 35 foot hole Holy She's doing shit. a ton a week That's a ton a <laughs> week, yes What the fuck <laughs> And she's only doing it at night so nobody can see her
1: yeah. So say no, and she probably slept. Well, she probably slept during the day. So say eight hours at night, mm. right? Times how many days in three weeks? Twenty-one. <laughs> Twenty-one. So that's a uh, hundred and sixty-eight hours.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, and then so th- and uh, and a tonne is three thousand kilos. So we divide that by one hundred and sixty-eight. We'll get her tonnage per hour.
2: <laughs> right what's the numbers? Hundred and sixty eight by what?
1: Three. Uh three thousand divided by one hundred and sixty eight.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell <laughs> I don't know. Uh
1: hang on, I'm on I am doing it. I'm doing an internet Zero
2: point two five tons an hour Is it actually? No I've no idea. Uh per
1: hour uh yeah. she was moving one hundred and seventy eight kilos, I believe.
2: 178 kilos an hour of earth.
1: I think I am. No, wait, 17.8 kilos an hour. 178. Which, yeah,
2: 178 is inhumane. The rock would not move that. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But even 17, that's a lot of kilos of dirt. Yeah, we'll round it up to 18. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Also, she doesn't get tired. She has to keep that going for eight hours straight. Oh, that's like, she arrives and just does that <laughs> constantly. Doesn't even warm up. Just walks up, shovel in hand, just fucking dirt over. I had to shovel dirt there a few weeks ago for a little bit to move into a wheelbarrow. I was a bit tired now after about half you an hour be. of doing it. Yeah, you're, you're back a bit tired. tired. And you're yes. in your prime. I'm I'm absolutely not, but this woman, fifty-one, she's digging more than anybody could even fathom. Like, and Connor, she's getting rid of the dirt at the end
1: of it as well.
2: Oh, oh yeah, she's getting rid of getting rid of it so that nobody can see it. She's still thinking even after seven and a half hours of digging dirt for maybe the seventeenth day in a row.
1: How, she, I, again, I feel she deserves to get away with it.
2: Mm. <laughs> the, the judge is like, look, mate, that's fucking mental.
1: That's fucking hardcore.
2: Yeah. She, they they asked a local resident, and he, he just was like, to dig three metres deep would be hard enough. She's no excavator or anything of the kind. She just had herself...
1: Yeah, there's someone who appreciates the engineering that went into this 10 feet deep
2: 10 feet deep, 35 feet long that's ridiculous
1: that's so (laughs) that's so deep, I think trenches were shallower
2: and the guy, her son is in jail like, man never comes and visits (laughs) fuck's sake
1: (laughs) and the dad's just there like real cagey about where his mother is
2: Ah, uh, she's uh look. She knows she's digging for answers. That's what she's digging for. Ah,
1: yeah, he keeps like hitting the side of his nose. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs>
2: and the kid, this one is like not. There's no way he could fathom that's the answer. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: It's uh, and and yeah, and he's just like, I just want to say, like, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm in here for a traffic violation.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a murderer.
1: Is he definitely a murderer?
2: Oh, murderer. Yeah, definitely murder. yes.
1: Ah, right, right. So that'll be a few years. Okay, okay.
2: Changes the mood. Then she has has fucking
1: plenty of time. Why is she rushing? Yeah.
2: You don't have to do this in three
1: weeks. Take fucking two months. Take a year if you want. He'll be in there for 24 more.
2: He's going to be in a long time, yeah. Um, Okay, (laughs) we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is flat set on fire after man allegedly left tea lights out are on during wedding proposal.
1: Oh, that's not how you want to start things off, is it?
2: It happened in Sheffield on Monday, when the man left his flat to go meet his girlfriend. However, by the time he came back, the flat was ablaze. (laughs) Sammy Alter Fire and Rescue Service said, last night we were called to a marriage proposal that didn't quite go to plan. So here's the deal. He basically set up a load of tea lights, hundreds of them, all around the flat. In this big romantic gesture. Like in Friends. To, like in Friends. That he's going to propose to his girlfriend. It's going to be gorgeous. He just has to leave the flat. To go get her. Meet her like it's any normal day. Maybe she's coming from work. Maybe she's coming from a friend's house. You just meet up. And you say, look, we'll go back. Let's go back to ours. Um, I've got I've got some dinner on. They go, They go back... Only at what point does the smoke start to become a bit suspicious? Like, when he's outside the house going, Oh, Jesus, this might ruin the mood. Fuck. Mm. Uh,
1: you, like, oh, like, so, like... They probably saw fire engines and stuff on the way home, being like, God, I wonder where they're going. And then... Like, do you think he'd come clean straight away? Or he be like... What could have happened? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, and if you're like, did you leave so on? Did you leave the stove on when you left? I haven't been here all day. Like, no, it's, but did you do it though? Did it, it was you? your
1: fault? But yeah, it's okay it's because we have yeah. each other. Get down on one knee
2: forever, <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> Just the flames and the sirens in the background.
1: it's like ever since I met you
2: (laughs) he started doing the speech and they're just like the lads are running past with the hoses just like fuck 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 we gotta get in there ever since I met you Catherine I just think (laughs) you've made me so happy um, oh sorry sorry, about that I'm standing near the war sorry. Um, oh I'm yeah. standing
1: near the fire
2: um, um, no, there's a f- I know this fire is here but it's nothing like the fire in my heart <laughs> um, that is going for you but also all of our belongings are now burned so I don't even have the ring it's in there sorry. maybe we
1: should stay in a hotel
2: <laughs> so he said that he went to collect the girlfriend and when he came back, he had balloons up, he had wine glasses that were at the ready in the flat. He had left all the little lights going, and then he comes back to the ha- the flat on fire and three fire engines on the way. I just how do you explain that if this was meant to be a surprise
1: look it's it was definitely a surprise, okay mm, th- pretty sure, yeah uh, but then in like. Yeah, presumably they have a good enough relationship that this isn't a deal-breaker, all right? She and broke up with him. Do you think so? No, no. But she's, like, he's never going to be allowed to forget it,
2: is he? <laughs> the, well, the good news is that she said yes. Oh, still proposed that she said yes. Ah, we love love. But And nobody was injured. Which
1: is why we're talking about it. But...
2: That is a story. Yeah, you would never be left forget the time that you burnt the fucking flat down.
1: It's like, ma'am, how did how did Dad propose to you? <laughs>
2: well, it's all, it all started with a siren, and then a, siren. a flame. Flame. Interesting. We're talking candles. And the old lady downstairs died. It was so oh? romantic. God, and you said yes. You said yes. <laughs> They're like wheeling out bodies beside the either side. He's just down on one knee. Say yes, please.
1: Please, you are the like, best. I'm in front of all these firemen. Please.
2: Does anybody have a defibrillator? This woman's not gonna make it. Sorry, Susan, just please. I love you so much. He's just like, focus, focus. Susan, stop looking over there. Just cause, dash, he's gone. There's no hope for her. There's hope She's for in us. The <laughs> She's it's in the all past. It's all in the past. That's my sister. <laughs> she was napping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, is, that is a lovely story out of a heartbreaking situation.
2: True. Um, so he says, candles are great, but they can be so dangerous. So is uh, capitals, and there's fo- f- three O's in his sentence. Um, so, so please be dangerous. careful. Extinguish them properly when you're done, he said. I mean, but the, the romantic idea... The romantic in me is like, that was a good plan. It would have gone perfectly if it wasn't for those meddling and flames. That's, and you can't very well say...
1: Like, after you go out to Collector, just go in and be like... You wait out here. I have to do something for 20 minutes.
2: No, that's worse. That's way worse.
1: Is it, yeah, because... And... Oh man! Because and if he, why did he light? Well, yeah, lighting them all. Have that big moment that they walk in. Everything's already done. Oh, they walked in and everything was on fire. That's true.
2: You would remember it.
1: It's. Um, I'm. I like. I just think. Surely you would just say, "Can you get a taxi home?".
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not romantic. That's your that's problem. That's true. You know what I mean. That,
1: that's my one problem in life.
2: You have to get to the point where you're willing to set fire to your flat for the relationship, and I think once what? you get there, marriage next step.
1: That's, I, look, I'll set fire to anyone's <laughs> flat. I don't mind.
2: <laughs> I'll set fire to me, you. I don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> I'll burn myself. I don't care.
2: <laughs> um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is detained drug smuggler cat escapes Sri Lanka prison.
1: A drug-smuggling cat? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of a joke. Powdered milk? Oh,
2: hmm? oh powdered milk. <sighs> Good. Not great. Um, a cat detained at Sri Lanka's main prison while allegedly, while allegedly trying to smuggle drugs and cell phone SIM cards has escaped, media reports. The feline was detected by jail intelligence officials on Saturday night at the high-security prison. He, sa- he said nearly two grams of heroin... Two SIM cards and a memory chip were found in a small plastic bag tied around the cat's neck. The evil bastard. How dare Um, they. But it it escaped on Sunday from a prison room where it was kept, the newspaper says. There was no immediate comment from prison authorities, which I think is very funny because a cat has escaped. Well, that's a cat
1: though, isn't it? A cat will just do it at once.
2: Yeah, but they're just like, we can't even fucking talk about it. This is just embarrassing. Fuck's <laughs> sake.
1: Just look, it was, we'll blame it on the new guy. <laughs> he left the door open.
2: The prison had reported an increase in incidents of people throwing small packets of drugs, cell phones and phone chargers over the walls in recent weeks. Um, and so they decided, we don't know where this cat came from. But the cat was walking around the jail with two grams of heroin, two SIM cards and a memory chip until it was detained the first time. They held it in a room and they said, who, who sent you? What's the story here? And I could only assume the cat looked at them very disinterestedly and then just went back to licking itself. Because and then, cats yeah. do not give a fuck.
1: They don't. They don't care for our mortal problems. <laughs>
2: no, and so they they finally crack down, maybe that's the drug lord, maybe that's the finally they've got the drug lord down, and then the cat escapes, to which the, the cat is now back on the streets, selling drug to your kids and mine, and it's just a heinous act.
1: It's It really, it's, look, we've all seen Cats, the movie.
2: <laughs> I don't know where you're going here, but yes.
1: Well it drove me to drugs
2: It did actually I think a lot of people In the making of that movie Were on a lot of drugs as well
1: That's true So why not You know Link Mm. your marketing With your distribution You know (laughs) And just fucking Horse that cat Into a prison
2: (laughs) So Do you think the cat Was maybe set up Do you think it was Somebody else's plan That the cat got involved in Or was the cat The instigator Of the drug crime
1: I mean a cat is it's wiser than it lets on, I think.
2: Mm, uh
1: yeah. but but I also think it can't tie a bag of drugs around its own neck. No opposable thumbs. No opposable thumbs, it's one downfall. Yeah. So I think yeah. it I, I think it was someone's beloved cat. Some drug dealer's beloved cat. And he just said, Here, do one job for me and then you're out with this game for good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the cat's just like looking at him like mate I do not give a shit what game are you talking about where is food
1: what are they going to do arrest me <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm like cat don't be ridiculous Um. so yeah a cat has been arrested and then released no sorry it was arrested and then escaped from a Sri Lanka prison so very Shawshank in this back to back
1: that's true and like let's yeah let's not take away from the cat saying he was released he escaped. He broke escaped. out.
2: Broke out. Somehow. But cats are, like, they do land on their feet, that is a, a, an old saying, but at the same time, they are crafty fuckers, like, they'll get away.
1: Yeah, they can climb and they can squeeze through bars.
2: <laughs> do you think they held it in, like, a proper cell? With, like, the bars <laughs> that the cat is just, like, look and then just walks through them.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe it was, like, a ...a regular human-sized cell. And they were just yeah. like, we got him, boys.
2: He's not eating anything. <laughs> we're after dropping the steak and he hasn't even touched it. And the oh. potatoes and the veg.
1: He's going to outweigh us.
2: <laughs> He's on a hunger strike. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is Florida Man. The man, the man of Florida, they continuously amaze us in just their ability to always be in the wrong. Well, Florida man buys Porsche worth $1 million with cheque printed at home.
1: Printed? Like on a printer?
2: Printed at home, yes.
1: Okay. So yes. They, they, how, how, for how long did he get away with it is my question.
2: So a man in Florida has been arrested. So not very long for purchasing a luxury car with a check he printed on his home computer. Casey William Kelly, three first names. Three. It just seems to always happen. He uh, was arrested last week for the grand theft of a Porsche, and it or it's Porsche. And the attempt to to purchase luxury Rolex watches with the fake checks as well. So according to the county sheriff's office, the the Wichita Wichita man uh, walked into a car dealership in Oklahoma uh, County and left in a Porsche. During the investigation, it was determined Kelly had purchased a Porsche 911 Turbo from the dealership. By using a fraudulent check written for $139,203. So, sorry, $100,000, not a million dollar car. He wrote a check for $139,203. Um, the Porsche purchased by Mr. Kelly was worth allegedly, uh, was worth roughly $140,000. It was reported stolen to the Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office after the car leadership could not cash the check he had presented. That's
1: yeah. That's that. That happens when you just make up a check.
2: Mm. It's it's very uh, catch me if you can.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just like he's got the Porsche now.
2: <laughs> Not only did he ride off in the stolen car, but what did him in was well actually after this, but Mister Kelly also posted a photograph on social media to show off his newest purchase. Fuck. <laughs> he was flexing.
1: He was he was just so excited to show off his new uh. Porsche.
2: This is my new fucking whip. Fucking kids. Look at this.
1: And he confessed to printing out a cheque on Facebook.
2: <laughs> After stealing the Porsche, Mr. Kelly went to a jeweler's in Miramar Beach... ...and attempted to purchase three Rolex watches with another fake cheque... ...in the amount of $62,000. The jeweller, however, kept the watches until they could determine whether the cheque would cash. After it failed to do so, they reported to the county sheriff's office... So this means that the guy who sold him the Porsche didn't cash the cheque before he left. Which just means he gave him a cheque and he was just like, all right, that's grand, off you go on your car there now. We're paid for it with just a cheque. No worries. That's, yeah, look. It's, do
1: people pay with cheques that much anymore?
2: Uh, I think we are a generation that don't. Maybe the ones above us. True, because it's a wild concept
1: when you think about it, that you just... You hand someone a piece of paper and say, "This, this'll get you money."
2: Yeah, this is worth this much money.
1: Yeah, and here's just my signature to say that that's cool.
2: And I've printed it off my home computer.
1: Oh, I should have left that bit out. Fuck. Oh no,
2: Uh, I said that. It's quite a bit out loud. And I'm
1: away (laughs) in my purse. What a what a chance. That's like that. People, I don't know if uh, everyone has the phrase like chancer in whatever country mm. they're from but it's a very Irish thing and it's just like ah he's a bit of a chancer
2: but oh, that's taking the it. pace <laughs> that's like do you think when he was driving away he was like the perfect crime no Fucking one got me. hurt and but at the same time he gets away with the Porsche if you committed that first crime I think I would be so on edge that I would just be like I got away with it once let's get the fuck out of here I have a getaway car because I'm driving it
1: Unless you have to like chase the high for, for the rest of the day like
2: Maybe it's a case of he's like Well sure now I have unlimited money I can just buy some Rolexes Because I need three of them at once
1: That's, what a, I, I have three different time zones on the go From all my stock <laughs> exchanging
2: Just He's just constantly checking times in Japan Just like oh Jesus no, That doesn't have any meaning in my life But fair folks Fair play to you but you know what I know. You, you, you done good you're doing good at the time working <laughs> <It's> <laughs> across the world
1: that's I mean that that, that is pure Florida man just it's like doesn't fl- know it, when to quit Yeah,
2: Florida man he gets away with one crime and then immediately incriminates himself by going the extra step
1: yeah and the, the Facebooking of it is also not great but hey he did it now
2: yes so we're finishing off weird news Wednesday this week, with another Florida man shot. Now, oh. this Florida man, he he decided that checks were not his thing. This is actually a story of mystery in that we don't know what caused this Florida man to go off the edge. It could have been anything. But I have Florida man clings the hood of big rig truck and hangs on as the driver keeps driving it down the freeway. What the fuck?
1: yes, Okay, this is like Wolverine shit.
2: (laughs) This is true. So the insanity went down Saturday in the Sunshine State, somewhere along I-95, where a big rig was cruising down the highway at a pretty fast clip, with a human being stuck on its hood outside, clinging on for life. Um, So what happened was that this driver, Edward Hughes, he is told TMZ... That this dude hopped onto the interstate, bloodied and frantic, as is normally the state of all Florida men when they're about to commit a crime. True. So this dude is all—he's just—he's on the interstate, and a guy comes up, uh, bloodied and frantic, waving for the truck to stop. Um. So Hugh stops the truck because he's just like, "What the fuck is going on? Is this person in trouble? Do they need my help?" Time What's to be a thing? good citizen. Wanted I to be a good Samaritan. Once he did that, Hughes claims that the guy latched onto the hood of his big rig truck and started using a metal object to hit his windshield. Oh, oh, that's not a good. No, that's not good. So, like, do you get back in the truck and just drive? He didn't get out of the truck. So he he stopped the truck and the guy literally walked up, grabbed onto the front of the big rig and started trying to break through the windshield using, I can only assume, a pipe? They say a metal object. Hugh says he panicked, which I think is a natural step. And he hit the grass, he hit the gas as hard as he could, trying to shake the man off.
1: Oh my God.
2: (laughs) Florida man. So... Sean, if you're in the driver's position, what f- the level of fear you're at when you see the bloody man is just like it's confused. I can only assume it's confusing and concern. I would say, mm, yeah.
1: But then once once the pipe comes out,
2: the, the pipe, and he latches onto the front of your truck.
1: You never want a human to latch. I don't <laughs> no. <think. laughs>
2: No Like He he was tr- He was s- Trying to successfully Break through the gla- ga- Glass Of the truck And he was actually Causing a lot of damage Hughes says He got some shots Of the damage And it looks like The fellow was Hacking away During the mayhem And broke through The windshield a bit Even when he was Trying to hold on To a truck Driving down the freeway
1: uh, That's like It's like a Terminator situation Where it's just This monster That you can't stop <laughs>
2: He just keeps following him. And... Th- uh, did he just fall off after a while? We're, we're told... That Hughes eventually got a hold of the cops... And when they finally pulled him over... and They took the man in question into custody... Which means... That the man stayed... Latched onto his truck... For the whole length of this... He had time to ring the cops... He had time for the cops to turn up... Take the truck put them into the side of the freeway maybe he'd pull off the freeway at this stage and the man just stayed holding on to his truck that is a firm fucking grip my friend that, yeah you don't because you, you don't really get second chances at that once the car starts going you're stuck with the grip you had
1: you're, yeah like you're locked you're literally you're locked into that situation mm. once once you're moving down the freeway at speed but also this is one handed because he's
2: swinging a pipe yeah. He's holding on one-handed. He's probably tucked his legs in, and he's trying to break through the windshield.
1: That is that is terrifying. I would never drive again.
2: <laughs> so, Florida man decided that he just didn't like this truck driver, and has decided to jump onto the front of the big rig, swinging a pipe, trying to break through the windshield. I mean, once you hit that gas, and he still keeps hitting you, Sean, like would you just jump out of the truck and say this is not worth it
1: it, yeah this is your truck now sir treat her well
2: um, the driver didn't seem super aggro either They say tried to shake the guy off by jerking the steering wheel Back and forth And weaving in and out of traffic lanes Along <laughs> the I-95 The two people who captured this Pulled up alongside them And you could hear the guy clinging to the truck Screaming for help Even though he attached himself to the truck
1: That's true Now if you, do you think he slowed down on occasion To like give your man time to get off
2: <laughs> but if you gave him time, would he not just keep hitting harder on the windshield?
1: So I think he's too confused at that point, right? You know, like it's it's uh, it's just it's he's gone too far. Like he he's in it now.
2: He says that he also tried hard breaking, which was what you mean. So he to, tried try to and knock it off. Pace, and then hard breaking to try and get rid of him. This guy was latched on. Like, he was going fucking nowhere. For some reason, Florida man took a disliking to this truck driver. And he was making sure he had turned up to the situation, bloodied and frantic. So I imagine what he was like afterwards could be even that multiplied by two.
1: At least two. I would say four, conservatively. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sean, would you ever drive again if this happened?
1: Uh. No, not a truck, certainly. I'd drive yeah. something with less surface area. Like, less grip And then my
2: my only other question is, what did Florida Man want? It's a, a, a truck. A friend. A truck. He, he wanted the truck. A friend. <laughs> he just has a really bad way of showing how much he wants friendship.
1: Yeah, or like he just wanted to go on a journey, maybe.
2: Yeah. He he yeah. wanted to he wanted a lift, but he didn't want to thumb, because he was like kind of embarrassed. He's like, look, what I'll do is I'll just walk up and latch onto it and see what happens. I'll just
1: chance my arm at it, and what's the yeah. worst that could happen?
2: Literally, I might chance my whole arm.
1: That's probably the worst that could happen. I I could lose an arm by doing this,
2: or maybe my life. But at the same time, I <laughs> like he's swinging the bar to hit the windshield to be like, turn left. Turn left. You can just leave me off here. <laughs> and I'm fine. I've gone past it. <laughs> Slow down. Turn around. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, so I think that's it for this week's weird news, Sean. What a week of weird news. That was... Yeah. We went from psychics to
1: Florida lunatics. Yeah. To <laughs> and some Neil very Diamond. greedy drug dealers. Neil Diamond was in there touching yeah. hands and all he does. Touching hands. He's always about
2: that. Da, Get off da, me, Neil! Okay. Oh, is Neil there with you? <laughs> oh, he is. Neil, what do you oh. have to say? I oh, say, he's, oh, he's a bit shy. He's, oh, a bit he's shy. A bit shy.
1: He's not much for performer, our Neil.
2: <laughs> no, he's not.
1: The, um, so, Connor, will I take us out for this week?
2: Yes, please.
1: Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash heroes for higher podcast, or there's a link in that to the description. Um, everyone who supports us over there, super duper nice people, and thank you all so much. Um, yeah it's just a way to support the show but the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist just the one just the one Uh, we're on all the social medias they're all linked below Uh, or you can email us heresfriar underscore at outlook.com but I think that's about it Connor.
2: that's about it so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Meehan see you next week guys bye bye